0: Welcome to the InScape podcast, where we explore the inner world and discover our unique power to create. My name is Tanya Nelson, and this is episode six, Trust. Today, we're going to talk about this incredible feeling and emotion of trust. It is one of my favorites and I say that about all of them because each experience is so incredible and unique and by the time you start to experience this emotion, there is a sense of wholeness that goes on. There is a reclaiming and a receiving that is indescribable. And I'm so excited to take you on a little dive and journey into this emotion and what it might mean for you. This incredible feeling and emotion is definitely one of my favorites because it starts to feel like the radiating energy that moves inside of us starts to expand and protect our worlds. This is such an incredible expansion. Let me explain. As I pull up my subconscious programming and I look at the surface level beliefs in my mind, I have been taught that trust is directly related to honesty. I think about that experience and I think about as a kid when I started to form my beliefs and download the programs of what it meant to feel or to understand trust, and I can hear my parents, or my siblings, or probably many other people, say to me that they wanted to be able to trust me. I can see myself as a kid, and during an interrogation of who took the last cookie, or are you telling the truth in this argument with your siblings, Then, focus was quickly turned somewhere in my world. Not to myself, but to others. And the fear of people and life started to get projected onto me. And there started to be more of a conversation around trusting other people. So I remember starting out with the programming of am I trustworthy or can other people trust me? Which is a little bit closer to the feeling of trust inside of ourselves. But then it quickly started to expand into, can you trust other people? And that this feeling of trust was going to come from other people, like every other emotion that we have been taught that we're going to get from an outside source. And so... I started to hear the narrative and the story around, can I trust other people? Can I trust the world around me? And in this emotion, I started to experience the disconnect or the separation from myself, and it started to move out of myself into the outer world, as most of them do. And so what would happen was, this emotion started to become extremely fear-based. Like most emotions, this became distorted, and it became very fear-based. That in order to feel this feeling, we had to trust another person. But it always came with this energy of, that's probably not something that is wise to do, or there's not that many people to trust or the world is scary and don't trust other people. And that was a way to come in contact with more of a feeling of protection, right? That, that was the intention was that I would be protected if I didn't trust other people. And I think we have two different defenses in our programming. Both are very fear-based. One, that we trust others and the world is safe, and nothing will ever happen to me. Or two, the world is not safe and never trust anyone. I think most of us are running off of both of these programs. you could You could see this as an optimist versus versus a pessimist, right? That I either trust everyone because, again, that is a fear-based. Program or defense, as well, because I don't want to look at this feeling or the fear that is all around me, and so I want to trust everyone and that becomes a defense mechanism as well, or I don't trust anyone, and I'm always on the defense so that I can protect myself. Neither of the two is what I'm really talking about. Let's keep moving into what this feeling is, and the incredible way of starting to understand what it really means to trust. I had a program that was running that wasn't wrong necessarily, but it led to a distortion and a lack of trust. The program was that in order to be trustworthy or create trust, you have to show up for people at all costs and although i still of course really believe on a certain level that it is huge to be able to show up for people and to honor your word and have integrity and to be trustworthy and to be honest i still of course believe that that is part of my the way that i want to show up in the world but again, not exactly what I'm talking about. Because this is a, it led to a huge discovery and a breakthrough as I realized that meant for me that I became a people pleaser. And that in order to to be trustworthy, as I started to bring this feeling inside, I started to feel that in order to do that, I had to... Make it so that other people could trust me and that, and that I would become a people pleaser to do that. That I wanted connection and love and I most definitely wanted to be valuable like we all do. So in order to do that, I wanted others to be happy. I wanted others to trust me. I wanted others to be able to count on me or rely on me. And so that meant that I needed to show up for other people. And this one program was the one that led me farther than most away from my InScape. This one program that I needed to please others In order to feel trustworthy in order to feel valuable in order to feel this emotion that this is how I would get that and it led me it was such a deep seated program in my in my consciousness in my subconscious that this was probably the most difficult one to bring back in and start to feel the distortion of this and it was probably the one that created the most fear as well because it was so deeply ingrained. And it did move me away from the feeling of trust. You may not really understand quite yet what I'm talking about because all of what I'm saying on some level is very important to be honest and to have integrity and to show up for for others and yes i love all of that and i completely line up with what that still means for me and it still didn't actually allow me to return to my inscape to understand and create the world from my inscape and so what happened was is I started to realize and understood that people-pleasers are liars. People-pleasers are liars. I'm going to let that sit for a minute because it triggered my ego so bad. It triggered all of my defenses to be called a liar because I wanted to please others, because clearly I believed that my motivation was to receive love and to be love and to give and to show up and to be trustworthy. Did I ever in a million years believe that this was going to make it so I experienced just the opposite of this. What happens is, is picture how often this happens. Let's look at what this really means and the projection of this. You ask someone if they can bring something to a party. Let's take something very basic. Or if they can do something for you. This is the kindest person and they would never say no. To anything you ask. We all have these people in our life. The people that you can go to at any moment. And they will drop everything for you. Now, clearly, we love these people. Clearly, this is something that is a beautiful gift in most people's life. But do you trust them? to tell you the truth? Do you trust them to tell you what is, what they really feel? Or if it is really convenient? Or if they really can? Or if they really do want to show up or drop everything? No. Because even if this person knew what they wanted anymore, because the problem is, is people pleasers also have their own fear of rejection and they wouldn't tell you because the problem is, is the more we serve outside of ourselves, the more we people please, the more we ignore our inscape, the more we go into somebody else's world and try and serve or govern in anyone else's world, the more we try and give in someone else's world the more that we disconnect from our own. So what I see happening is there are so many people that have the best of intentions and are so incredibly disconnected from themselves. They may not even know what they want. These are the people that are in my business that when I ask what they want, when I ask what their desire is, when I ask how they feel, it is extremely difficult for them to connect back in because they have been giving outside of themselves for so long. They have been disconnected from themselves for so long. And so what happens is, is again, there is a fear Of not being valuable. There is a fear of not being trustworthy or liked. There is a fear of rejection that really starts to happen. And this is one of the saddest discoveries I have found within myself. I have had a full-blown battle with my head and my heart with this. I was terrified and absolutely mortified when I found this out that if i challenged this program and discovered what i really felt and what really honored me and what my own boundaries are that it would mean massive rejection and you know what the truth is once i started to honor myself once i started to tell my truth and stop giving on credit is how i like to put that right, trying to give outside of myself and pray and hope that one day all of that will return, right, that I did get rejection. Because I surrounded myself with people who were in a ton of lack as well. And so what would happen was, is there was still perfect alignment. Clearly, I was in lack as well. Clearly, I wanted to give And people, please, so that I would be loved, so that I could feel valuable, so that I could feel my worth. And the people around me were clearly in just as much lack because they had a deep seated program as well, that there was never enough of that. And we're both running off of a similar program that says there's not enough we are just ha- we just have different defenses we have different mechanisms or programs that say this is how you handle that because the people around me in my world would start to feel or project that the world owed them something and that there wasn't enough and so these became people that were more of what you would call a taker somebody who Believed there wasn't enough and had to consume from other people's worlds. And so both of us in lack of love for ourselves, one not better than the other, but both in lack of love for ourselves was a perfect storm. So did I experience rejection? Did I experience people who no longer wanted to be in my space? Yes, because The foundation of our relationship was not built on love and abundance. And it was not actually built on the foundation of who we really are, the essence of who we are. The relationship was built on this perfect storm of give and take. And as long as I was giving, and as long as I was able to continue to feed their lack with my own lack... The relationship worked. But when that didn't happen, and when I started to know what it meant to love myself, when I started to know myself, and as I started to move into the practice of actually being honest, actually being trustworthy, actually honoring what was going on for me, that perceived rejection did happen. But it was also harmony. It was also a way of beginning new relationships and being able to experience a foundation that was far more in alignment. Now, this is going to show up in personal relationships. It's going to show up in business relationships. It's going to show up in all areas of our life. It'll show up in our own bodies when we are in lack and when we practice this feeling of giving and taking in a way that is outside of ourselves. So who are the people I was taught to trust? As I started to move in, I realized that I also had programs that said there was a deep-seated belief that others, parents, teachers, mentors, partners, experts, books, other information, anything outside of me was going to know the answer for me. That all I had to do was look for the answer to the expert or to the authority. Or somehow I was going to start to experience that the answers for myself outside of me. I was taught to look outside of myself and trust outside resources. Now, does that mean that there isn't incredible information out there? No. Does that mean that others don't have wisdom and don't play a vital role in the mirror for us? No. What it means is, is that if I rely on anything outside of me, I don't actually feel the feeling of trust. I don't actually return back to myself and really understand what it means to trust and what it means to feel or embody trust trust is not something you get from others how many of us look for this incredible emotion in other people i hear it all the time i can't trust him i can't trust her how do i find this feeling Learning to trust yourself is the greatest gift you could ever give yourself. And it is the greatest form of self-love you, were, you will ever feel. Self-love is such an interesting journey because so many of us are still completely disconnected from what this means. We still try and search for self-love outside of ourselves by reading a book, taking a bath, getting a pedicure, uh, going golfing, going out with your buddies, just finding ways to spend time outside of ourselves is not self-love. This would be the greatest gift you could ever give yourself if you could really start to learn what this feeling is. If you could start to learn how to feel trust inside of yourself. I spend a great deal of focus and time with my clients reflecting and teaching not to trust others. Now I'm going to say that one again. I tell people all the time, don't trust other people. And not from the fear-based energy that says the world is scary or bad or that people aren't trustworthy. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying though is there is no way that we actually understand or can predict what is going on in somebody else's world and the answer that we're looking for is not in somebody else's world anyways so it's it's a program that has been extremely distorted And not for one second, again, am I saying to go around being suspicious of others and assuming others are not trustworthy. What I'm saying is that you're not the creator of anyone else's world. And there is absolutely no way of looking for this safety and feeling of trust in another person. What I am saying is, is when you start to honor the way that you feel, And you get in alignment with your inscape. When we are in alignment with our own inscape. When we can start to trust the way that we feel. You have received an incredible gift of love for yourself when this happens. And you can feel the power and the worthiness inside of yourself. Then and only then will you start to understand what I am talking about. When you can receive this love for yourself, when you're no longer looking outside of yourself for validation or answers or safety, as we start to return back to ourselves and pay attention to the way that we feel, we start to feel this feeling inside of us. I am talking about knowing yourself. I'm talking about knowing your mind. Knowing your body. Knowing your emotions. I'm talking about authenticity. And when you feel this alignment, you have to release the judgment in your life. You are now the witness. And the energy inside flows and you are able to trust any and all feedback and information in your world. It also gives you the view of clarity. And yes, as a result, you will feel authenticity from others as well. That's when we look at alignment. Trust is faith. While waking up to this feeling, we realize that it takes a great deal of faith. The choice to move into and hold space and observe your world, that takes faith. It is the unknown that we are actually afraid of. This faith is an incredible muscle to strengthen. Being able to walk into the unknown, being able to explore, to visit, to reside in the inside of ourselves is unknown. And being able to reside without fear is a power that creates more and more creation and receiving. Turning that fear and moving into the energy of the unknown. The feeling could feel the same. But the mind no longer separates us from the feeling. We start to redefine fear and feel trust we start to redefine the unknown as known make no mistake it's a choice a choice to move into ourselves and discover what's inside it takes faith and trust to journey into the inscape into the vast universe inside it is brave it is courageous It truly is where we reclaim all that we believe we've lost. It also means we have to move past all that we are scared of seeing and feeling. All that we have been avoiding and resisting. Sometimes I picture it as the ocean. As I'm diving deeper and deeper and sinking deeper and deeper into myself. There are fish and animals and and life and coral and all sorts of things in the ocean that still ne- i need to pass possibly even some sharks and really looking at as i sink deeper and deeper into myself i discover a whole new world and it is a choice And there is so much courage that goes into this choice. But understand that the reason that we haven't received the inscape, the reason that we haven't moved into trusting this place within us is because we've been avoiding all the things that we have to pass, all the things that we have to move into and see and feel in order to get there. Trust is also safety. We all want to feel safe in this life and experience the power and support that is available to us. That feels distant for most of us. This safety that we are all searching for is a direct result of the separation we feel from our inscape. This separation and this searching in our minds And in our outer worlds and in other people's worlds is what creates the lost and searching experience. The deeper and deeper we are able to go and the more we feel the return to ourselves and the connection to the universe and to God, the safer we feel and we are no longer consumed and motivated by judgment and fear. How do we learn to trust? I have a mentor and one of my heroes that I want to share with you. My daughter was 10 when she was diagnosed with cancer of the bone, osteosarcoma. Last year, about this time, we had started moving around and going through some major shifts in our lives. Addie was only three or four when I was busy searching my outer world uh, powerfully and intensely moving into the separation of myself and trying to search in my job and in my identities. And it was a time where... Not only was I doing it, her dad was doing it as well. So both of her parents were intensely moving into separation. And what happened was she truly did not feel that there was the connection outside of herself or within herself because that felt like it was supposed to come from her parents And so she didn't feel safe and that would be a very accurate assumption. Everything that did feel safe started to rearrange and leave. And ultimately it blew up because it's not sustainable to look for things outside of yourself. It's not sustainable and the inscape will always pull us back in. So as I separated from her father, as there was a divorce going on, as uh, there was moving going on and lots of emotions and lots of things going on around her, things did not feel safe. And there were bonds that were being broken and so many things going on. And what happened was by the time she turned nine, she manifested cells in her body that were in extreme fear. And created a massive tumor in her right femur. Addie had to undergo over 50 rounds of chemo and multiple surgeries, including what was called a rotation plasty, which was an amputation of part of her leg and a reconstruction that rotated her foot to become her knee. During this intense period of time, our family was experiencing a lot that would, we would call our dark night of the soul, our all is lost moments. Addie had become a big sister after being the baby of our family for over eight years. Our oldest son and her younger brother had massive seizures for over a year, sometimes 10 to 20 a day, resulting in brain surgery. During Addie's first round of chemo, He went in for a lobectomy to remove part of his brain. It's important to give you the context in which Addie was navigating to explore this trust within herself. It wasn't until Addie started to empower herself to lean into her body, lean into the experience in order to find herself and her inscape that I was able to see the gift of trusting yourself. Nobody had modeled it, and I had never seen it quite done the way that she had done it. There wasn't a doctor or a nurse that wasn't shocked at watching how different it felt to be in Addie's presence. We had created a sanctuary that matched the inscape. She was discovering And she had honored the way that she felt in a way that I had never seen. Trust is a feeling inside of us. And what Addie did was she honored the way that she felt. She spoke her truth the way that she saw it. She did not people please. She did not reach outside of herself. When the chemo would go inside, she would move inside with it, and she felt it all. She felt all the fear, all the emotions. She received the gift of being able to be in that sanctuary, to go deep, to to let go of the outside world, and to be with herself. She received the gift of that experience of recreating every cell The way that she wanted to. It was no longer about everybody else's world around her. She got the opportunity to learn to go inside and trust herself. And ultimately recreating every cell in her body without fear. It is not something that we give to others. We do not look for trust in the doctor's. Trust in everything else. It is trust in Addie. It was trust in myself as I was able to honor her and watch her go through that experience. This is the beginning to sustaining the creation process in our inscape. She manifested and showed and gave me the mirror of what manifesting is. What creation is. When we are comfortable in the dark and in the unknown, because we trust ourselves, because we trust our connection to the universe and our ability to create our world, it's sustainable because we have to connect to the source of this creation. Because we are no longer giving the power away or disconnecting by not using this precious gift. And believing that other things or other people are the source of this power. When we connect to our inscape and operate from this place, no one thing or no one can ever take it away. It is sustainable because it is who we are. We are the creators of our world. And we can manifest and receive anything. I invite you to take a deep breath and allow your thoughts to get quiet. Sink in a little deeper to your body and to the feeling in your chest. With each breath, feel the energy around your chest. Continue to breathe. Moving to your stomach, your gut. Sink in deeper and feel the power inside of you. Keep breathing and sink into your body. With every breath, you can feel more and more of the connection. Inside, reaching your inscape, reaching the universe inside of you, moving past all the fears and the loudness of the world outside of you. The same universe that God creates from is inside of you. You know things here. This is the place that you can call home, a sanctuary from the loud world inside of your head. This is the place where abundance lives, where the power of the ocean and the peace of the warm air around you live. This is where love connects us all. And there is no judgment or lack in here. In this place, you can trust that nothing belongs that is not in harmony with love. And that you decide what you want to experience. You create what you want to experience. What you want to feel This is the place where honor and safety and trust reside. Sink into your breath and your body and feel the power within you and the connection to your body and your thoughts and your heart become one. Welcome home. Welcome to the inscape.